0: I just got back from an incredible trip where I got to fly in Qatar Airways Q Suites, Emirates First Class, Turkish Airlines Business Class, and British Airways Business Class. We also got to stay in some incredible luxury hotels during the trip. The sticker price for all of our hotels and flights combined would normally be in the tens of thousands of dollars. But in today's video, I am going to show you exactly how to recreate this trip by using points and make sure you stay until the very end to see the full cost breakdown and how much we actually ended up spending out of pocket. Let's jump right in. Our first flight leg was to go from Las Vegas all the way to Cairo, and it's actually all on one itinerary going from Las Vegas to Los Angeles to Doha to Cairo. Here is how we found the availability on Suites. if you wanna book this kind of trip in the future. So first, I would focus on trying to find the Longest leg for Q Suite, so that's going to be something from the USA over to Doha. There's a couple ways you can do this. One is to just search on American Airlines' own website. I would search as far out as possible in October of next year, or however far the calendar goes. You can click search here. And then once you are on this page, I would click on the calendar button, show just business and first class. And you're going to look for a non stop date, and anything here where it says 70,000 points plus seven dollars and 65 cents is going to be what you are looking for. So it looks like we have four days that are available in October October 1, 8, 12, and 27. Where if we look at one of those dates and sort by business class lowest, we should see. A flight from LA over to Doha and that's how you can tell it is going to be a flight that you could fly on Q-suites. Whereas something that's going through London Heathrow like this it's operated by British Airways so the whole thing isn't operated on Qatar plus the taxes and fees are gonna be really really crazy here. So that's step one. Once you've found Los Angeles to Doha then you're gonna put on one of your positioning flights. So let's see if Las Vegas over to Doha for that same date works. We sort by business class lowest. We do see that we can do Las Vegas over to Los Angeles over to Doha, still operated by Qatar, still 70,000 points and $7.65. There is only one seat left for that day, but if you needed to go from Las Vegas all the way to Doha this way, it is still possible. The last step is to tack on the last part of the flight, which was going to be Cairo. Let's go ahead and search for that. So it looks like it's not available in business class for that particular day. The other days that we had looked at from our first search was the 1st, 8th, 12th, and 27th. Looks like none of those have the Q suites available because this is gonna be higher taxes and fees. So probably not what we're looking for. Because yeah, this one's gonna be operated by British Airways. So this is not exactly what we're looking for. It's not routing through Doha. So what we can do instead is search for a bunch of different months and see what we can find there. So nothing in October, nothing in September. I would start as far out in the calendar as possible and then click backwards. Nothing in August. In July, that's going to be very expensive with taxes and fees. So I can already eyeball this and see it's a British Airways flight. Nothing in June. May. Okay april we do have some stuff in march looks like some of these are still going to be pretty high on taxes and fees or at least we can tell it's going to be british airways from the amount they're charging there but this one looks pretty good where it's only about 50 dollars in taxes and fees on march seventeenth. so let's see what that looks like sort by business class lowest and we see this one goes from las vegas to miami over to doha over to cairo in qatar airways business class So this is a flight that we could look into because here it's gonna be an economy for this first leg over to Miami, not ideal, but we do have business class for this longer flight from Miami over to Doha, and then Doha over to Cairo would actually be first class, which is pretty good. So it's kind of just lucky that we happened across this availability. Sometimes it can be pretty difficult if you really wanted to do this flight in October, you could do the Las Vegas to Los Angeles over to Doha route, purchase a separate Egypt flight, still gonna be 70,000 points. When we booked this ticket, we ended up spending a total of $87.58 in taxes and fees, plus about 70,000 points to do this trip from Las Vegas to Los Angeles to Doha to Cairo on Qatar Q Suites. The hotel we booked for Cairo was the Marriott Mena House, where, as you can see, it is very close to the pyramids. I think it's something like an eight minute walk on Google Maps, and it's a really nice hotel outside of the main city. So let's say that we wanted to stay three nights in October. Let's click go. Let's also say that we wanted to use points. Let's go ahead and view the rates. So here it shows it would be about 128 or 129,000 points for three nights. If you were to book this today and that would be for a deluxe guest room which i think is what we booked as well and then they also have a three usd hourly parking rate or 14 dollars us daily and then there will be some taxes and fees once we get there as well but if you wanted to book this for three nights now you're looking at about 128,000 points. I booked this hotel room a while ago, so we only ended up paying about 73,000. Plus, we put in some requests for a sweet night upgrade, so fingers crossed, and I will update you guys on if my upgrade request goes through. If you're new to Points and Miles and that felt like way too much information, don't worry. We have a free Points and Miles 101 course for you. The course covers everything you need to know in order to earn points and get your first flight covered so that one day, you can fly in Qatar Airways Q Suites as well. Grab the free course by going to geobreeze free course or check out the link in the description box. After Egypt, we flew over to Dubai and I got to check a bunch of items off of my bucket list. I showered on a plane. I got to walk up some stairs on a plane and I got a pair of the super comfy Emirates first class pajamas. If you want more details and flight reviews, I cover all of the glitz and glamor on my Instagram at geobreeze but for now, here's how you can book the exact same flight for the cost of one credit card signup bonus. The next leg of the trip is going from Cairo over to Dubai. I actually had about 60,000 points that were stuck in my Emirates account from some snafu back in the spring with milan let me know in the comments if you guys want to hear that story of how my emirates upgrade went wrong and i had a whole bunch of points stuck in my account so i needed to use them turns out if you want to fly first class between cairo and dubai it's about four hours and it'll cost 63,000 points in first class if you book directly with emirates so i said let's go ahead and do that it is available pretty much any day that you would want they have so many of these flights So what you would do is log into Emirates, and then you would say classic rewards, searching from Cairo over to Dubai on the date of your choice. So let's pick something that's pretty far out. And then let's just say one passenger in first class for now, go ahead and find flights. So here's the thing, not all flights are created equal. Most of these flights are gonna be on the A380 plane. One of them is gonna be on the 777. I wanted to be on the A380, so I just made sure to choose a flight that was on one of those, especially because they were earlier in the daytime as well. So then we would get a lot of sunlight flooding into the cabin and I would hopefully get better photos that way. But to do this in first class, it would cost 63,000 miles plus about 8,800 Egyptian currency, which is about $285. The prices have not changed since we booked this flight. So we went ahead and paid 63,000 Emirates miles plus $285 in taxes and fees for me to experience first class. However, they only were selling one first class seat on points per flight. So we had to book my husband in business class. Here's how we did that. Ideally, the way that you would book Cairo to Dubai in Emirates business class would be if you can book it through Air Canada, because then it's only going to ideally cost 20,000 points or so. However, a lot of these flights that are showing up on Air Canada are actually operated by Egypt Air. Which is not what we want. Like, if we wanted to book this business class flight from Cairo over to Dubai in business class via Air Canada, we would say one way book with airplane points Cairo to Dubai on January 27. Let's search flights. If we sort by the lowest business class, it looks like a lot of them are going to be operated by Egypt Air, not what we want. Some are through Gulf Air, and this one operated by Emirates is gonna cost about. thousand points. This is ideally what we would have grabbed for my husband, but since I wanted a first class flight on a specific plane at a specific time, on a specific date, that made it so that we weren't able to find this exact flight that we wanted on Air Canada for about 40,000 points. So unfortunately, we ended up booking him business class on the same flight using Emirates miles, which costs a little bit more. That was about 54,000 miles. Usually, I would say this is not a good deal because of my 10k rule where for three hours and 40 minutes, let's round up and say it's a four-hour flight, I wouldn't want to pay more than 40,000 points in business class for that. But Since I really wanted to fly Emirates first class, we already had my 60,000 points in there. I just had to move over another 3,000 and we wanted to make sure that we were on the same flight and have him in business class. We did just end up moving another 54,000 points plus paying this approximately $250 taxes and fees for him to fly business class. So it is not ideal. It's not the best way to book business class if you wanted to fly Cairo over to Dubai on this Emirates flight, since the same flight is cheaper with Air Canada. But when you have very specific dates and parameters and routes and all of that, that's where you probably will run into certain things where you have to pick a price that's not necessarily going to be the best one just because you have specific dates. For our hotel in Dubai, we ended up booking through the American Express portal because I needed to use up my $200 fine and hotels credit through Amex Platinum, so I just searched for Dubai here. In Dubai, I wanted to filter this down to fine hotels and resorts or the hotel collection so that we could use up our credit. And I was looking for something that was as close to $200 per night as possible. So there are a few hotels here that aren't too crazy. The Anantara, World Islands, Jumeria, another Jumeria Beach. Some of these are getting a little bit more expensive. The Burj Al Arab is like $1,500 per night and they have quite a few different options in Dubai. What we ended up doing was booking the cheapest hotel that we could find, which was the Canopy by Hilton, Dubai Al Seif, for about $190 per night is what it's coming out to here. So that way, one of our nights was basically free, and then we would also get the $100 onsite credit on qualifying charges plus free breakfast and all of that. So there are taxes and fees with this. It's always a little bit more expensive, once everything is added up, but if we say go ahead and view rates, I think we just picked the cheapest room that we can find. I think we booked this one standard room, one king bed, and then we said pay with card. And so for here, for the two nights, it ends up being 475, so 381 plus. The taxes and fees were pretty high, Um, at $85 plus $8.17. So the total due for this mock booking was $4.75. What we ended up paying, the total cost was about $511.95. And then we'll get $200 of that credited back to my Amex Platinum. Plus we would get the $100 food and beverage credit plus free breakfast since I wanted to use up that credit. And that is how we booked our hotel in Dubai. Are you enjoying these types of step-by-step tutorials? If yes, please let me know, click that like button, leave a comment and subscribe to the channel for even more points and miles tips every week. We release a weekly video with these types of step-by-step tutorials. And we also have a podcast where I interview points enthusiasts about different strategies every week. So that last flight was definitely fancy, but not actually the best redemption as far as stretching my points goes. However. This next leg was an incredible redemption on Turkish Airlines business class, which you can regularly find for only about 20,000 points for five hours in business class. Here's the play. The next leg of our trip was to fly from Dubai over to Istanbul, Turkey, which is a pretty short flight. If you wanna do it in economy, I would recommend doing this through Air Canada. It's gonna be about 12.5 thousand points. Even though it's a short flight, I did really, really enjoy Turkish business class, so I did want to book this in business class again. And it starts at 20,000 points if you're booking it through Air Canada, which would be my go-to option, especially because at the time that we booked this, there was a transfer bonus going on. So it was actually less than 20,000 points per person for the one-way flight. So for example, if we wanted to search for one of these dates, let's take the 15th and over on Air Canada, we would say one way, book with airplane points, Dubai over to Istanbul on the 15th. Let's just search one adult for now. And this is such a short flight. So I would definitely say go for the nonstop ones if possible. It looks like they don't have the nonstop for this particular date. So let's try a different day, okay. So this is pretty close to what we saw, where it would be from Dubai over to Istanbul, operated by Turkish Airlines for about 20,000 points plus 84 Canadian dollars per person. So we went ahead and booked that. I think there was a 15% transfer bonus. So instead of 40,000 points, I think it cost us a little under 35,000 for the two of us to do this flight. It's actually a 5 hour flight so that's not bad at all for business class. I would be willing to pay up to 50,000 points per person one way in business class for 5 hours. So 35,000 for two is not bad at all. But here's the receipt for what we ended up paying. For two adults 40,000 points once it was in Air Canada, but when we transferred over from Chase it was less than 35,000 which turned into 40,000 plus we paid $164 Canadian for this business class flight on Turkish Airlines. For our hotel in Turkey, we are staying at the Grand Hyatt Istanbul. You can stay at this hotel starting at about 12,000 points per night, which is not bad at all. I had my eye on a particular suite. I wanted to stay in the Grand Executive Suite, which is a premium suite and starts at 24,000 points per night. When you compare that to the cash rate of the suite, that's not bad at all since it starts at about $842 per night. So you're getting about three and a half cents per point, which is pretty good for Hyatt. What I wanted to do instead though, to stretch my points out even further, was to use the premium suite night upgrade. So here, when we say use points, we can select and book. And sometimes different Hyatt hotels will have this option for upgrade premium suite. So instead of paying $842 or 24,000 points, you could pay $283 plus 9,000 points, which sounds like a lot better than the premium suite points plus cash, which is 468 plus 12,000 for the exact same room, except this one is lower cash and lower points. So I wanted to take that option. And that way, if we're assuming the room costs 842 and you needed to pay 283 and 9,000 points, you're getting about 6.2 cents per point that way, which is much better. So I opted for this option. And so here is the breakdown of what we ended up paying. It ended up being about 655 euro plus 27,000 points total for three nights in the Grand Executive Suite at the Grand Hyatt Istanbul. For the Emirates and Air Canada flights, you can transfer in almost any flexible points currency. Emirates is a transfer partner with Chase, Amex, City Capital One, and Built, and Air Canada is a transfer partner with all of those as well except for City. And the next leg I booked, which was my flight home, was on British Airways, which is a transfer partner with Chase, Amex, Capital One, and Built as well. And if you're in the market for a new credit card to help you earn more points with any of these programs, we offer free credit card consultations at geobreezetravel.com slash consultations. We'll send you personalized recommendations based on your particular goals, budget, and lifestyle. Okay, here's how I booked a couple of business class flights on British Airways from Istanbul to London, and then all the way back home to Las Vegas for less than 60,000 points per person. For the return trip from Istanbul back home to Las Vegas, there was no direct flight. And at this point in the trip, we didn't really wanna deal with positioning flights. We were trying to see what's the easiest way to get back directly into Las Vegas if possible. So turns out the easiest way is to route through London. Taxes and fees are gonna be a little bit higher because of that, but then there is a direct flight from London back to Las Vegas. It was all bookable through American Airlines, so that is what we opted for. I picked a random date on this calendar to demonstrate this, but this is about what we paid. So it would route from Istanbul over to London Heathrow, We would be on a british airways business class flight and then we have a pretty long layover where it was an overnight flight and then the next day we would connect back into las vegas as well so there's not a lot of this particular route i searched for last minute flights on american airlines where we filtered to business and first class and then just one stop or fewer so that it doesn't route through london then new york then las vegas or london then Los Angeles and Las Vegas. We apply both of those filters. There was some availability when I was recording this in December, which looks like the amount of taxes and fees that I would expect, but all of the other months did not have any availability for a symbol to Las Vegas using this particular route. So this one might be a little bit harder to find, but I was able to do this for Our particular trip that we're taking, plus this example, what we were able to do was pay about $660 in taxes and fees, and it cost 57.5 thousand points per person each way in business class, since Turkey is considered part of Europe, and it costs that much to fly business class between the US and Europe with American Airlines on partner flights. Since we have a night to spend in London between our flight from Istanbul Before our flight to Las Vegas, we did need to book a hotel in London. And this was the perfect opportunity for my husband to use the $300 travel credit that comes with his Capital One Venture X each year. So if you want to use that credit, what you can do is go to travel.capitalone.com. And then we said that we were staying in London. Let pick some random dates out in the future. And then two travelers and then search hotels. And what we were looking for was something in the Premier Collection, because it's similar to the Amex Fine Hotels and Resorts credit, where with the Premier Collection, you would get 10 miles per dollar on your Venture X business card, plus you get a $100 experience credit, and then you get room upgrades, early check-in, free breakfast, all of that wonderful stuff. So, we filtered our hotels to the Premier Collection, and then was hoping for something that was not many thousands of dollars, because... That's just ridiculous. And applied those filters. And then we just picked the cheapest one. So there were a few different options like this Marylebone Hotel, Bloomsbury, Como, Metropolitan London. It looks like the one that we had picked is not available here. Ah, we had chosen the Kensington Hotel, which was less than $500 for the night that we picked. But this is a hotel in London And most importantly, I don't know if they're gonna have a photo of it, but they serve high tea. And like the only thing I wanted to do in London was go to a high tea place where they have like the three different trays filled with scones and desserts and sandwiches, and then like the fancy British tea. So that's what I wanted to do with our day in London. So that's what we are planning to use our $100 experience credit on. And the total that we ended up spending for this hotel was $413.82. $300 of that was credited back through the Capital One travel credit. So it ended up being about $113.82 that we actually ended up paying on the card for this particular stay at the Kensington Hotel in London. Up next, we have the total cost breakdown for how much we ended up spending for all of this travel coming right up. Remember though, Points and miles can save you thousands of dollars, but it doesn't make your travel completely free like everybody on the internet makes it seem. So I am going to give you a transparent look into how much we actually spend out of pocket. And if you are looking for even more help and more next level ways to make the most out of your points and save tens of thousands of dollars on travel, we have a couple of options for you. The first way is through the GeoBreeze Travel Patreon, which you can access through patreon.com slash geobreeze travel. Through the Patreon, we can prepare personalized step-by-step tutorials based on the exact routes that you wanna see. We also host a live group coaching session every month. You can ask any questions that you have about points, travel, or anything else in the open forum. And we also have a lot of people who join the $5 level just to say, thank you for the free content, and I am all here for that. Thank you, I appreciate it so much. And the second option is for business owners or individuals who spend more than $100,000 a year on expenses. If that's you, we would love to chat with you about our points portfolio management offer. I don't know if you know, but you can get some incredible luxury travel with that level of spend. Book a free intro chat with us at geobreezetravel.com slash intro call to learn more. Okay, here is the exact cost breakdown for the trip. Okay, so how did this entire trip turn out as far as points and cash price and cents per point? How did all of that go? So what I did, was I put together a spreadsheet, being the former actuary that I am, with each segment, how much we paid in points, and then also how much we paid in taxes and fees or just any cash price in there, versus the sticker price that I could find on Google Flights or on the hotel's own website for if we just paid money for these different stays, how much would it cost? For our Q Suites leg, we transferred 140,000 built points over to American Airlines, paid $88 in taxes and fees. That sticker price was about $12,000 for the two business class tickets for all segments one way, which came out to about $0.09 cents per point, which I'm very happy with. The Cairo Hotel was about $0.01 cent per point for Marriott, which is pretty good. The by far worst reduction here was because I just needed to burn those Emirates points that were sitting my account. So I did that for my first class flight, which is okay for 3.4 cents per point. But the sad part is we had to chase that with more Emirates points for my husband to come along in business class. And that was 1.4 cents per point. And if you are using Amex points, you should be doing better than that. But sometimes, like I mentioned, if you don't have any flexibility, you need a specific flight, a specific route, that's where bad cents per points tend to come into play or at least something less than two cents per point, which is what I would usually get with Amex. However, by far the best redemption was this Turkish business class flight between Dubai and Istanbul, especially because there was a transfer bonus with Chase, but also this flight was just a lot more expensive for a sticker price situation than I was expecting. It was 47, almost $4,800 per person in business class for this flight that we took and that got us to 27 cents per point. The Hyatt redemption was pretty good as well since we were doing the points upgrade to the suite, which was a pretty expensive suite. It was gonna be $2,600 as a sticker price to just stay there for three nights. And then the American Airlines miles we used for the British Airways flight on the way back was not too bad either at 6.2 cents per point. So all in all, we spent about half a million points for this trip. And everybody who's like, you use points, you get to travel for free, is a liar because there's definitely taxes and fees associated with this. I estimated ours would be about $2,500 in taxes and fees, plus some of these rooms were paid with money instead of points. So our total cash outlay is about $2,500, not including food or excursions or any of that, just flights and hotels. However, we definitely put those half million points and $2,500 to work, because if we paid money for all segments of this trip, it would have been a $37,000 trip, which is not bad at all. And it averages out to about seven cents per point, which I am happy with. And that is including Marriott, which is gonna have a lower valuation anyway. So excluding Marriott, we're looking at about eight cents per point. That is excluding any of these extras that we get for free breakfast, food and beverage credits, the value of any upgrades that we get, because I price all of this out just with the standard rooms, except for the Grand Hyatt Executive Suite, since that is the specific room that we booked. That was the nicest room they had available that day, so we're probably not getting upgraded there, but it's not taking into account the value of if we got upgraded with this Marriott Mena House in Cairo, if my suite upgrade certificates go through, or any upgrades with the Kensington Hotel or the Canopy Hilton that we might get by booking through Amex or Capital One. So even without counting any of those additional perks, which some people like to roll into their calculations to make their cents per point look better, even without any of those, we're looking at about eight cents per point, half a million points redeemed, and $2,500 out of pocket. So let me know in the comments what you think about those metrics for a $37,000 trip. Is this something that you would want to do? Is this way more luxurious than what you would want to do? Is $2,500 just out of the question for you, even if you're getting a $37,000 trip out of it? Let me know what you think in the comments. I hope you found those tutorials useful. Let me know if you like the style where we do a cost breakdown for a specific trip and go step-by-step on how exactly to rebook it. Additionally, suggestions for future topics are always welcome, but in the meantime, if you enjoyed these tutorials, I think you will enjoy this video next.